Welcome to Unconditional Love Podcast, and today we will have our Pastor's Conversation Series, and we will start right there. Uh, again, I'm glad to have my friend, my brother, Hello. dear brother in the Lord, <laughs> Pastor Terry. Um, pastor Terry is the lead uh, pastor here locally for Impact Church, and uh, one of the benefits I've had with, with Pastor Terry is uh, to be able to spend time with him um, from behind the pulpit. And uh, it's been very rich uh, about the things that uh, that we talk about. But but when I say pastor's conversation, I want you as one who is in the field plowing with the calling of God upon you, ministering to God's people. As a pastor, and I heard this from a, a pastor a few weeks ago, uh, who shared with me, he's no longer in the pastorate. He, he, um, he, he, he said he, was, he got burned out. Yeah. And I said, oh, man. And then he said a very golden statement. He said, but, but Pastor Milton, I didn't get burnt out from the things that I was doing. Mm. I got burnt out from the things that I wasn't. Uh, yeah. So as a lead pastor, yeah. and you've got all of these things. You're a lead pastor. You're an author. You've just finished a book. I know that I'm working with you, and I'm pleased to be and thankful to be working with you on a documentary yeah. uh, that crossed all ethnicities, but specifically the Korean community. <laughs> But, but tell me, man, I mean, you, your man's got on point for this season, this time at Impact Church, your flock. Tell me. Yeah, well, brother, I have a lot to say about that, of course. But, uh, you know, one of the things that um, the Lord has blessed me with really has been uh, the experience of recognizing and seeing that, ex- that, that circumstance where you cannot do anything but mm. trust in the Lord. Mm. And you're just letting him do his work. And you realize the only regret that you get from that is, Lord, why did I not do this earlier? Why did I not trust in you earlier? And uh, I have a long story, but, you know, just to really shorten it down for you all is um, even after serving in ministry for 10 plus years, um, the trap that you get into is, hey, uh, I've done this for so long. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. And I forget uh, who said this, and I'm going to butcher the quote. I apologize, I but really, you know, it, Christian maturity is not so much about showing off how faithful you've been for so long, but it's more and more about recognizing how our Lord has been faithful to us. Ooh. Right. So it's not about accomplishments. Not about that. It's really more about giving up more and more too. Yeah. And uh, I would I would just say this: one of the biggest things that the Lord has shown me has been Hebrews 11, 24, 26. It says this, Hebrews 11, 24, 26, it says, By faith, Moses, when he was grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, mm. choosing rather to be mistreated with the people of God yes. than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. This is the best part. Come on. He considered the reproach of Christ greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking to the reward. Amen. So, we'll share my entire life story. But I will say that this verse, these verses that the Lord has shown me, truly broke (laughs) every single uh, competence, (laughs) every single accomplishment that I've had. It taught me the biggest lesson of what I just shared with you. Yeah, man. That you think... You're like a 10, brother. You think you're a 9.5. Yeah, yeah. Brother, you're still a yeah. 2. Yeah. <laughs> you're still a 1. And it just showed me once again that you might be good at this aspect of ministry. You might be good at here. But let me show you how big I truly am. Wow. And wow. so 
I love this verse because Moses could have had that decision. He could have made that decision to say, you know what? I see the injustice going on. I see the needs going on in my people, but I'm pretty comfortable. I'm pretty comfortable with <laughs> yeah, where I am. Yeah. As, as, a, as a government official, get yeah. fed every day, I'm pretty good. All Egypt in my fingertips. Right. Yeah. What does he say? Hmm. He chose to be with his people, to suffer with his people. And the biggest thing that came out of that was this. What I believed to be a non-negotiable in my life. Lord, I need a salary. Yeah. Lord, I need this. I need benefits. I need stuff like that. What was a non-negotiable, my God, our God, yes. showed me. Nope. <laughs> I can take that away too. Yeah. My Lord. And so when you have nothing, when the Lord takes away, rightly so, and you have nothing but the Lord to trust upon, you have such clear eyes to see once again how big our Lord is, how good He is, no. and truly how trusting in His ways is just so much greater than Egypt. Good what is your Egypt today, pastors? That's why. Yeah, what is your Egypt today that, understandably, because it is a scary thing mm -hmm. that we can cling on to, that we hold on to the comforts that we have, but I encourage you today, man, oh man, where's the people? Mm -hmm. Where's the people that you can be with to suffer alongside with? Suffer with. So, you to show that Christ is a better reward than anything that Egypt can offer. You, 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 that, that's a beautiful passage. I love that as well. And, and um, it, 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 it speaks to that passage that if you choose to go the other way and, and, and hang out in Egypt and yeah. do it Egypt's way, and yeah. let's be real, pastors, sometimes we do look over the fence <laughs> and say, you know what, it looks pretty good over there. But he says, there is pleasure in that for a mm. season. Yeah. Boy, season, right? Yeah. Uh, but, but now this is going to sound odd, maybe. But you can't understand the joy that comes out of suffering for the cause of Christ. Mm. That's right. You think about Paul. <laughs> Paul gets beat up, put outside the city. How many times? I mean, he's been through it all, man. He's been through it all. Yep. You don't do that unless you... Uh, seeing something, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you you might take one one butt whipping, but you're not gonna take three. No, no, no. 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 But when you see it and you persevere, because that passage in verse 27 all talks also talks about how he persevered, mm. seeing the invisible. Oh my goodness! And so, so when you talk about you being broken, I love that word you used earlier. Yeah. You were broken by God. Yeah. Is there a risk for a pastor, especially a young pastor just starting out, not to be broken? And what 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 contributes <laughs> to that? Man? Definitely. Um, you know, what does James say that not many of you brothers should be teachers? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why is that? Yeah, because because yeah, yeah, there is a higher standard. Higher standard. Not only for your own life, your own walks with the Lord, but your influence over your flock. Yeah, man. And I. I'll just make it very simple. I do not want to be facing the Lord someday where he asks us a simple question. What did you do? Why did you take care of my flock? Pastor Terry, I've got to ask you this just because you brought that up, man. What, what is your sense for the, the fear of the Lord today? Hmm. And I'm not talking about in the land. I can understand the lands. I'm talking about in the church. Do you sense an intense fear of the Lord. Well, bro, <laughs> That's, we we got to keep it real here. I'll, I'll keep it. Yeah, we got to keep it real and keep it true. 
And uh, forgive me if this steps on people's toes, but I do that all the time anyway. <laughs> but I believe the last year, during the COVID season and through all the social unrest and all the stuff they've done, has been the greatest filter mm. of those who truly fear the Lord. Yeah, man. And have who do not. Yeah. Um, we have seen so many opportunities for us to make a decision, putting us in a, in a point where we can choose our personal preference about church, about yeah. our faith, or those who truly follow the Lord mm. continue to be faithful what, regardless of the earthly circumstances. And I believe that that's why, and you know, I actually celebrate smaller churches today. <laughs> I celebrate, yeah. you know, and I, it, I know it's painful, but I celebrate the fact that those who have remained, those that you are still in your flock, and it, it, this is a weird way of encouraging all pastors, but the ones that you have today still, no matter how small that group may be, yeah, man. Man, oh man, I am so excited. I would be so excited to just invest into them so much that, of course, numbers we know, but we want many, many souls to come. The Lord, do you believe this? Mm. The Lord has given you those people today My to Lord. be faithful to his kingdom. Ooh. And if we'd be faithful over 10 people, <laughs> in fact, he said, why should I give you 100 people? You're not going to be faithful. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And so I think there's this huge word of what you just said, encouragement, and what you just said there. Uh, I always tell pastors, especially those who get a little conscious about people who are leaving, mm -hmm. if they left, especially if you were preaching Jesus. Now, if you weren't preaching Jesus, I would have been down there with a bus to load them out of there. Yeah, yeah I'd be down again. No, but if you're teaching Jesus and you're being faithful to the word of God, uh, handling it rightfully, if those people leave, you never had them to begin yeah, with. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. So, so God doesn't worry about who's coming and going. Uh, we, we look over in John chapter 6 and we see Jesus. He speaks a word and then the, the disciples stop following him because of the word he because spoke. Because of the word. Yeah, yeah. So they, and they follow him no too. more. Yeah, right. so, so I think your word is, is, is so on time in that, you know, you just it, it's, it's going to be a part of the process. Don't get hung up on the numbers. And I, and I certainly hear you saying that, the potential to, to look for that big crowd. Um, Jesus did some of his greatest work in a sycamore tree. Yeah. He did a, a great job at a tax collector's yeah. table. Yeah. He did a wonderful work at a well yeah. in Siberia. Yeah. So it, it, it matters, it's not even though, and I shared that this morning, even though we get so concerned about our little patch, we forget John 3.16. God was concerned about the whole, <laughs> did he say the whole world? I think he did. Yeah, I believe he did. He says, he says, yeah. he loved the whole world, that he gave his only begotten son. So, so, so it wasn't just the woman at the well. If we minister to those, be faithful to minister to those right. 10, you say, that's right. And those 10 will go out and in fact, whatever they go. I'm was. just getting hyped right now, just saying that. And I just want to offer just one piece of practice. Please do, man. That's what we're here for. For pastors, really, you know, as we just try to encourage you this way, um, believe that you are not alone and i'm not just talking about the lord with us because that is sufficient don't get me wrong but today i want to encourage you that um you know so this is the trap too sometimes we're just so used to our groove and our rhythm yeah we forget about reaching out to other pastors and network. we're not competing against are we no 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 you're not alone and uh when you actually take the time and being being intentional on reaching out to those other brothers who probably are suffering just as much as you Absolutely. are actually man oh man you get some of the most special brotherhoods that appear yeah. 
when you're going through these seven things together. together. Yeah. yeah, brother, I appreciate it. You know, as always, we never, <laughs> we never finish. We just stop. Yeah, we just start. We, we will start. be back. Thank you for joining us. Thanks. Thanks.